the Lord hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. You are about to hear the encouraging word with Bishop E.A.T. Saki. Bishop E.A.T. Saki is an assistant to Bishop Dag Hayward Mills and serves as the resident bishop of the Kadesh, the Church on Fire. This word will bring you hope, comfort, encouragement, salvation, and much more. Join Bishop E.A.T. Saki as he ministers the infallible word of God. See you. 
Hallelujah. Stand to your feet, everybody. Amen. I said amen. Are you blessed to be in church on Christmas Day? If you are glad, shout amen. I'd ask those of you at the very end there, come a little closer because um, a lot of people decide that on Christmas Day, they will fall asleep. They are not proper Christians. All of you are the best Christians I've ever met. Clap for yourselves, everybody. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are we blessed to be here? Leave that row, huh? Join the row, this row, join this row. Very good. Beautiful. Those of you at the back, come closer. Yes, fantastic. Listen, at the end, ashes. Where are the ashes? Why do you... Fred, move, 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 Father Fred, move. Organize them well. Let it get a little closer. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Pastor, Pastor Solomon, please come closer with your um, Miss Ghana wife. Beautiful. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful christmas morning that we can come to church and celebrate the coming of our lord into this world we appreciate you and we love you grateful to you for everyone that is here this morning we are praying that you bless our hearts and bless every your way let your word rule and reign in our hearts and be glorified may jesus indeed be the lord of our lives we give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name, amen. Be seated. Be seated. Hallelujah. All right. Okay, stand up, everybody. Take up your phone. And take a nice selfie with your neighbor. The selfie. Two minutes of selfie. Stand up, turn on your phone. Take a selfie. Find some rules to keep very nice and take a selfie with the person. Huh? Tell the person, next year by this time, you may not have the opportunity to take a picture with me. Tell him. So please, take, a, take it now. I may be a very big person somewhere. Rosemary and Catherine, uh-huh. take a picture with some other people. You have taken a selfie yourselves. All right. Beautiful. Move out of your chair and take it to somebody else. Somebody else. Mr. Coleman, your phone is sports. Aha. <laughs> take a nice picture of somebody. It's a Christmas picture. Hallelujah. Wow. Yes, beautiful selfies. Uh, uh, Loretta, I can't find anybody nice to take a picture with. Uh-huh. I wonder why nobody's taking a picture with me. Okay, thank you. Wow. Beautiful. It's working. <laughs> All right. You're blessed. It's enough. We have had enough pictures. 
Father, thank you so much for the joy of serving and enjoying your presence. Bless, uh, bless us and be glorified in our lives by your word. In Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. amen. Be seated. I want to share with you seven hidden messages in the Christmas story. Somebody say seven hidden messages. I didn't hear you. You are not saying it. Davis, what did I ask you to say? Uh-huh. Seven hidden messages in the Christmas story. Short message and then we'll be out of here to our various homes and um, parties. Number one, the first hidden message in the Christmas message is God offers forgiveness to everybody. Amen. God offers forgiveness to everybody. Isaiah chapter 11, verse number 1 and 2. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. Can we all read it together? It's on the screen. Ready, go. And there shall come forth. Hello, are you there? Ready, go. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. And a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. And the spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and mind. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Amen. Actually, verse 1 is the verse you are looking for. It says, put a verse 1 again. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. And a branch shall grow out of his roots. Amen. Now, this is a prophetic word about the coming of christ that christ will come out of the stem of jesse now out the rod of the stem of jesse which is david david is a is a son of jesse and the prophetic word that was given concerning christ that david was, christ was going to come from the lineage of david are you still in church now david was not a perfect person amen if you look at the life of David, David is a man after God's own heart. But it's also David who committed adultery and killed somebody's husband. But God still said, out of this person who has good sight and bad side, shall my son come, come out. I'm not talking to anybody here. Now, it's very important to understand that God didn't choose a perfect person. From whom the son was going to come from. God chose somebody who, was, who loved him. At the same time, had mistakes. And God said that it doesn't matter. Out of this time, my son will come from this time. Somebody shout amen. You don't have to be perfect to serve God. You may be serving God, but you also make mistakes along the way. But God will not abandon you because of your mistakes. You should have said amen. That is why we say God and sinners reconciled. Do you understand? Reconciled. God reconciling with sinners. That is the Christmas story. That Jesus will come 
Why should God choose somebody like David? Because David loved God. But David was also fraught with mistakes. But God says that it's from these roots. My son will come out of it. So God knows you love him. But God also looks at you and says that your mistake will not prevent me from using you. May God use you as part of your shortcoming. I think I, we can share the grace and go home after this point. I'm preaching. Are you there? God is saying that in spite of your mistakes, I will use you. In spite of your mistakes. How many of you have committed murder before? You have killed a human being. This man killed somebody's husband. David. He killed somebody's husband. Why should Jesus come from somebody who was a murderer? An adulterer. An adulterer and a murderer. That was the person that, that's the roots from which Jesus came from. Tell your neighbor, I'm glad I'm not perfect like you. Tell him, I'm glad I'm not perfect like you. Hallelujah. But out of you, the grace of God will come out. The grace will come out of your life. In spite of your show, because David was a man also after God's own heart. So God said, this man loves me. He may have fought it. He may have made mistakes. He may have flipped and fallen, but he still loves me. And I'm going to make something great out of his life. I see God making something great out of your life. You have shouted your Lord say, amen. Something good will come out of your life. Something marvelous will come out of your life. Something miraculous will come out of your life. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? Look at it. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, of all people. That is number one. Can I have an amen? So number two, I'll just a short message and we close. The second hidden message of Christmas is that Christ will be our shepherd. Christ will be our shepherd. Luke chapter 2 and verse number 13 and 14. Luke chapter 2 verse 13 and 14. Bible says, And suddenly, there was an angel, there was an angel multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Amen. But now, the previous verses, let's go to where the angel appeared to the shepherds. Alright? I think from verse number 11 or 10 or something like that. All right. And the angel said to them, the shepherds, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Now remember that God sent the angels to, the angel to appear to shepherds. Amen. Now shepherds were not so um, attractive lot of people in Israel. A shepherd would always be, a, I mean, the shepherd smells of sheep. Are you there? Shepherds smell of sheep because they stay with the sheep all the time. So they, they were stinking, smelly, their feet were often dirty because they walk in places and in the wilderness and muddy grounds and all that. So the shepherds don't look so neat. The shepherd is not like a business executive 
When I see Bishop Pazzi sitting here wearing his three piece, it doesn't look like a shepherd at all. Where's the cameraman? Bring, bring, come and let him see Bishop Pazzi sitting right here in his uh, royal blue bow tie. Wow. Let, let him see it on the screen. Why don't you clap your hands for this business executive? <laughs> This cannot be a shepherd. In Israel, a shepherd doesn't dress like this. A shepherd wearing some sandals and the feet are dirty. And the shepherd is smelling of sheep. Clean the poopoo of the sheep. God decided that my story, the story of the coming of the Savior of the world, it will be revealed to shepherds, not business executives. (laughs) Somebody shout amen. Are you there? God chose the most humble of people, the most humble of people, to receive the good news. Glad tidings of great joy was revealed to the least of people, people that wouldn't have regard for, the unexpected type of group people. They are the people that the angels appeared to. And Bible says they saw the multitude came in, they started singing and singing and singing, and the shepherds were wondering. Is this news to us? I mean, of all, how many people in the world have heard this story? How many of you have heard about this coming of the Lord? But you see, he chose shepherds because he himself was going to be the chief shepherd. Amen. In Ezekiel chapter 34 and verse 15, look at it. Ezekiel 34, 15. The Bible says, I will feed my, my flock. And I'll cause them to lie down, says the, says the Lord God. Amen. And then so talking about the, the, the work of a shepherd. This is also a prophetic word about Christ. That when Christ comes, he's going to feed his flock. So Christ was supposed to be, going to be the great shepherd. The good shepherd. The chief shepherd. So he said, I'm going to reveal to the people who are going to take after me. Can I have a loud amen? In 2020, may you be a good shepherd. Shout amen. Are you here or go home? I'm saying to you today that go through the list of who look after sheep. Dirty and stinking. And God said that because Jesus was going to be, Jesus was in John chapter 10. He talked about the work of the shepherd all through about himself. The shepherd comes. He opens the door. And the shepherd, oh, he was going to be a shepherd. So the story of the coming of Christ was revealed to shepherds. May you be a shepherd. I said, may you be a shepherd that God's purpose is revealed to you. Those who care for the sheep, God reveals his purpose into their lives. May you be a good shepherd. May you be a great shepherd. Maybe a shepherd that God can count on. Can I have loud amen? So that is the second hidden message about the coming of Christ. Number one, the first one is what? That God can forgive anybody, everybody of whatever they've done and use it for his glory. Number two, that he was going to be our shepherd. Number three, God can perform the impossible. That is the third hidden message. For Christmas, God can perform the impossible. Luke chapter 1. 
Luke chapter 1. Wow, I'm almost, almost finished preaching. <laughs> Hallelujah. From verse 46. We also see here, and Mary said, there is Mary singing, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit doth rejoice in God my Savior. For he had regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. May that be your story. May your family call you blessed. May your friends call you blessed. May your classmates call you blessed. May your colleagues call you blessed. May your contemporaries call you blessed. May your parents call you blessed. May your children call you blessed. Say, I receive it. Hallelujah. Henceforth, all generation shall call me blessed. Now, Mary was saying, this is the Magnificat. He, she was singing, blessing God for, for um, how God has chosen her. But you see, I'm saying that the third hidden message is that God can do the impossible. Why am I saying that? Two important events that happened. Number one, Elizabeth was 18 years and she got pregnant and gave birth to a child. Mary was a virgin, a teenager, and she got pregnant and God gave birth to a child. These are two impossible things that happened during the Christmas period. It's a sign that God can do the impossible. One was so old, one was so young and a virgin. But God used both of them to tell us that your situation is not impossible. What a word, what a word, what a word, what a word. I'm preaching to somebody. I said, go use extremes. One was a teenager and a virgin. A virgin. One was 18 years old. Long past, past a menopause. God chose the two of them for a message to you today. It's a hidden message for you to realize that God and with God, all things are possible. Somebody shout amen. I don't know what situation is confronting you now. I don't know what situation is facing you now. But God is telling you and I today, by the, the fact that Mary and Elizabeth Angel can come and say, tell, tell Zacharias, look, you are old, and, um, but somehow God has heard your prayer. Your wife Elizabeth is pregnant. What a shock. What impossible thing are you, do you, are you, are you uh, encountering? What impossible are you facing? I came to announce to you that with God, all things are possible. Why don't you give a little clap and a shout? Hallelujah. Hold your neighbor's shoulder and shake him and tell him, God can do the impossible. I mean, shake him until he falls down. Say, God can do the impossible. Do you believe it? I don't know whether you believe it. For a virgin to be pregnant. I said, for a virgin. Somebody who has never stayed with any man before. And then she can get pregnant. That is why Mary said, how can these things be? How can this? I know no man. I mean, it's not scientifically possible. Medically impossible. That you don't know any man and you are pregnant. Are you there? 
That is also why God shut the mouth of, of, of Zacharias. Because Zacharias said, you know what you are talking about. My wife is very, very old. Old. How can she ever be pregnant? And the angel said, shut up. Get the dumb for a while. Until the, the miracle become manifested. May you experience the impossible things in your life. Say, I receive it. My doctor, you are a gynecologist. Is it possible for a woman who has never had anything with a man before? I mean, all your life as a gynecologist, have you ever met a lady who says she's pregnant, but she, I mean, she has never slept with a man before? No artificial anything, nothing. Have you? Never. So is it a miracle? What is it a miracle? It's a miracle. Because medically, it's not possible. Clap your hands for the doctor who is confirming what I'm saying. He's a gynecologist. So what he's saying, at least, I have somebody to back what I'm saying. But with God, with God, with God, with God, with God, with God, all things are possible. I see things becoming possible in your life. 2020, things will become possible for you. Every obstacle the enemy has placed in your way. May God give you springs to jump over them. May God give you strength to overcome them. May impossible things become possible because you believe in God. What a word. What a word. Are you there? That is the third hidden message. Number four. I said, is that say six or seven? Seven. Okay. I'm ending. Number four. The fourth hidden message of Christmas is that God provides things his own way. God provides, or God does things his own way. He chooses his own plan. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 2, verse 6. Luke chapter 2, verse 6. Bible says, and so it was, that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And verse 7. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in the manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now, the fourth hidden message is that God provides things his own way. Now, God chose a plan for the coming of the Savior. The coming of the Messiah. God chose a plan. If you were God, and you are sending the Messiah of the world to come. You do it in a very fantastic way. We will all be driving in, the, in Accra. And suddenly the class will open. And Jesus will arrive like, like, like a superman. Right, arrive a circle. And begin, hey, hey, hey. Say, hey, he has come the Messiah. Or maybe we are, we are, we are, we are, in the grave. We are doing the presidential swearing in at, the, at Independence Square. And the confusion, just like, ooh, say, hey, hey, hey. Say, the Messiah has come. But God chose an unusual plan. <laughs> I'm not talking to anybody here. He chose an unusual plan. Number one, he chose an unusual lady, a virgin, a young lady. I mean, the savior of the whole, not the savior of Israel, the whole world is coming. He, she, he chose an unknown person, an insignificant, someone nobody has ever heard of before. Nobody didn't come from. Mary was not a royal. Are you in the church of God home? She, he chose Mary. 
a young teenager who had lived a pure life and God said I'm going to use this one and my, my, the measure of the word is going to come through this one that is God's way God's way may not be your way but that is God's way I'm going to talk to anybody here and then also she, he, God organized things such like that Mary was Mary didn't have a good place there was no hospital there were no midwives there were no, I mean, all these people there too. It just happened that it, the savior of the world was born into, um, into goats and sheep. Almost say sheep. I mean, they were born into, into this type of animals. That is God's way. That is, I said, that's what? I did that's what? God's way. God's way is, may not be your way, but that is God has his way of providing. He has his way of doing his own thing. Allow God to manifest his glory through your life. It may not be the usual way, but God is doing something. What a way. What a way. I say it may not be the usual way. So that when you see somebody's choice, you wonder why the person do this method. Somebody has chosen to marry this person. I said, this boy, nice boy, I've chosen to marry this type of girl. But that is his choice. Freedom of choice. God also has the freedom of choice. God is said of all the ladies here, I'm going to choose Mary. May God choose you for his glory and for his honor. I'm going to choose this one. And I'm going to let my son be born in a very unusual way. But that is God's way. I said, that is God's way. I pray for you. That you will not dictate to God. You see, sometimes if you don't see God's way, you, will not, you, you may miss your miracle. Am I talking to anybody here? You will miss it because it cannot be that Messiah of the word is coming through this method. It cannot be. See, God's method may not be so usual, may be unorthodox, but may God be, make you humble enough to see that God is still working out something for your own good. Shout amen. I, am I talking to you here? So what are the four, you got four so far, am I right? Yes. That is, we're talking about the hidden message of Christmas. Number one is what? God offers, no, offers forgiveness for everybody. That is why he chose David's lineage. David was not perfect. He had sins, he had mistakes. But God said, I will still choose him. Can I have an amen? And remember, God has in a strict concert. Number two is what? Christ will be our shepherd. That is why he was revealed, his come was revealed to shepherd. Number three, God can do the impossible. Somebody say, God can do the impossible. I prophesy to you, you will see God doing the impossible in your life in the year ahead. Say, I receive it. For what is not possible with God, with man, is possible with God. God will do the impossible. I said, God will do the impossible. Are you in church? Can you believe what I'm saying? I said, can you believe what I'm saying? I see God opening doors for you. I see God taking you to places where you never dreamt you would be. I see God making you sit with people you never thought you would ever sit with. I see God making you drive car you never thought you would ever drive. I see God doing the impossible in your life. Shout amen. How on earth can a virgin get pregnant? How on earth can an 80-year-old man get pregnant? God can do the impossible. 
Number four, God provides in his own way, his own way, his own way, things in his own way. The way he chooses. But praise that you will not miss your way. You will not miss what God is doing in your life. Number five, God grants peace to them who wait on him. God will grant you peace if you wait on God. Mrs. Dennis, say amen. Yeah. In Luke chapter 2, verse 19. Verse 19. This is Mary. As many things will happen, Bible says, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Hallelujah. Mary kept these things. All the things the angel was saying that was troubling, that were disturbing, and all the, after Christ was born, all the things that were uh, happening around and going to the temple and um, people uh, manifesting Simeon and, and Anna and all the, the Bible says that, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. You see, I want you to have a personal relationship with God. Can I have an amen? And ponder over his words. You see, when you think over his words, it grants you peace in your life. Mary was peaceful. People were restless. What is about, what is about this guy? Who is this savior? What, what, what are they saying? And but Mary, he kept them in her heart. It's not everything that you can talk about. But if you ponder over the word of God in your heart, God will grant you peace. Somebody shout amen. amen. Are you there? Yes. Mary was relaxed because he, she was pondering over them, thinking over them, thinking over what is happening, what, I mean, people were saying about the Messiah, thinking about this, who is this type of person? What, and oh, Bible, says, Bible, says, Bible, says, Bible says that Mary kept these things. What angel told her? All they say, Mary said, I'm keeping it. I'm keep-. Some of you, you talk too much. Amen. You talk too much. But learn to keep what God tells you in your heart. So God gives you a dream. You know, you get some things you must take your time and ponder over it. Think about it. Amen. You see, it, it, there's a certain peace when you have a personal relationship with God and his word. You, you feel that God, I know you are in control. I trust you. And I know that this matter, you are handling it for me. Somebody shout amen. amen. Are you still in church? Am I preaching to you? Think about them. Think about his love. Think about his goodness. Think about that's brought us through. For us higher the heavens above. So great is the measure of our Father's love. Great is the measure of our Father's love. Think about His love. Think about His goodness. Think about His grace that's brought us through. For as high as the heavens above. 
So great is the measure of our Father's love. Great is the measure of our Father's love. Hallelujah. Ponder about his care. Ponder about his love. Ponder about his goodness. Ponder about, about his interest in your life. And know that God cares about you personally. Somebody shout amen. And God is working out his purpose in your life. At the end of the day, you will see God's work, God's hand in your life. At the end of the day, you will see the grace of God manifested in your life. Shout amen. Number six. God is in control of everything. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is in control of everything. Amen. That is number six. Now, what am I saying? Okay, let's look at scripture again. In Matthew chapter two. I'm just taking a few of the scriptures. You can verse, okay, from verse one. And now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and we have come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophets. And then goes on to explain how it was. Now you see, when I say God is in control of everything, God is in control of the universe. The moving of the star was a message. God was leading the, 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 these wise men by the star. It was God. God created the whole universe. Am I right? He created the sun, the sea, the, everything. He created it. So God was ordering the steps of these wise men just by the guiding star. God is in control. What you may find an accidental is God in control. The star was going and we were following and following. And when they led Herod's home, the Bible said, and the star appeared again. Now God is in control of the day, the night, the star, the sea. Everything God is in control of it. Because he created it. They move at his word and at his bidding. Can I have an amen? And even look at the reason why Mary got to, Mary and Joseph found themselves in Bethlehem. The decree had been taken. That we are organizing census. Everybody must go to their home. You see, the leader thought he was taking a decision by himself. But actually, God was, was organizing things. So even with secular leaders, God is in control of some decision they take. I'm telling you. The, land, the man was taking a decision. It's like, let's organize a census now. Everybody should come. And it was God because God wanted Jesus to be born in Bethlehem. So if the, if the, uh, the king has not called for a census, he would have been born somewhere else. So God made the secular leader make an instruction that Joseph and Mary obeyed before you realize the Savior had been born in Bethlehem. God is in control of everything. Somebody said God is in control of everything. Say the way you did like you believe it. God is in control. 
Look at him and tell him like you believe it. God is in control of everything. No, the way you are saying it, it's like you, only a few things. Tell him God is in control of everything. Everything. Your marriage, your children, your business, your school, your finances, your home, your church. God is in control of everything. What a word. What a word. Decision taken by the king. God was the one who was organizing it. Because if the man hasn't given that decree, what would have happened? So God put it in the man's heart. Make a decision now. Organize census because my son has to be born. And I was born in Bethlehem. But they are far away. So please make an instruction that they will obey. Actually, God was in control. God can use anybody and anything and any, any, anywhere, anytime. Because he's in control. God made the star appear. And the, and the wise man got up. And they're following because God is in control of the universe. And so when God said move. And they're following the star. Following the star because the star was leading them to the place where the son was, of God was born. More than Google Map. Thank you. <laughs> Long before they did Google Map. God was at the star. May God guide you in the right place. Somebody shout amen. I mean, I, I want you to believe what I'm saying this morning. That God is in control of everything. The good, the bad, and ugly. God is in control. <laughs> what a word. He's in control of you, every aspect of your life. The school you go to. The people you meet in your life. God is organizing them. What a blessing. What a blessing. I'm not talking to anybody here. The people that you meet in your life, God is in control. I said, God is in control. If you follow God's direction, you will never make a mistake in your life. And you never, even when you think it's a mistake, God himself has ordered and allowed it. Because God is in control of everything. I said, of everything. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Look, Pastor Loretta, it's not accidental that we met. It's not accidental that this, I mean, everything is God. God is in control. There's a reason. Nothing is an accident in, in the eyes of God. Man may see an accident, but it's not an accident. Even your mistake is not an accident. God allowed it. And God will work it out for your good. And God will work out for your good. One day you stand up and say, now I know that all things work together for my... What a word. God in control of everything. 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 God is in control. Shout amen. Number seven. The last one. Your life has a happy ending. Your life has a happy ending. Somebody shout amen. I say your life has a happy ending. The end will be beautiful. I say the end of your life will be beautiful. Your story is going to be beautiful. Hold your neighbor's ear and put the ear and tell him your story will be beautiful. Your story will be beautiful. Happy ending. I say happy ending. I say happy ending. Are you in church? I said, are you in church? Yeah. And your life will have an happy ending. I prophesy to you. 
you have a happy ending of your life. It may be difficult now, but God knows the future. Because he's in control of everything, your life will have a happy ending. After this, the wise men met Jesus, they went back happy. You go back happy in Jesus' name. After the shepherds men came to see Jesus, they went back happy. I see your life ending happily. I see your days ending happily. I see your year ending happily. Your story will have a happy ending. You shout your loudest amen. I speak it to your future. I speak it to your finances. I'm talking about your marriage. I'm talking about your business. You have a happy ending. Shout amen. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? It may not be so exciting. It may not be so interesting now. But I can see how the shepherds ended. By the time they met the Savior, they were excited. By the time the wise men had finished with Messiah, they were so happy going back. God will make your life turn out beautifully. It will turn out beautifully to the glory of God. Can you believe it today? I said, can you believe it today? I want you to stand to your feet and tell seven people, your life will have a happy ending. A happy ending. Tell seven, tell seven. Move out of your chair and tell them. My sister, get up and move out of Tell them. A happy end. I see a happy ending for your life. A happy ending for your life. Yes. A happy ending. Mando Kashiki Atosi. A happy ending. A happy ending. That's how your life will end. That's how your life ends. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? Now, you see, when I say your life will end happily, I'm not talking about, you see, life is made up of seasons and times. Am I right? Your life, your life may end when you are maybe 98 or whatever. But now listen, the season you are in also has an end. The season will end happily. Amen. Shout amen. amen. 2020 will end happily. Amen. It has a happy ending. Receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Receive it in Jesus' I name. Receive it. Have you ever wondered how this thing is going to lead me? Have you ever wondered how am I going to end? How, how are things going to end? But I prophesy to you. I prophesy to myself and I prophesy to you. Your life and situation will have a happy ending. I say you have a happy ending. Amen. You'll be dancing at the end. You'll be rejoicing at the end. You'll go back excited. Amen. God will put laughter in your mouth. Joy in your heart. Amen. Receive it in Jesus' name. I receive it. Receive it in Jesus' name. I receive it. I speak to your life. I speak to your situation. I speak to what you're going through. Things are turning right for your good. Amen. You end happily. Amen. You end joyfully. Amen. You end with excitement. Amen. Receive it in Jesus' name. I receive it. What a word. What a word. God will put laughter in your mouth. You will laugh again. Amen. I say you will laugh again. The problem you are facing now, it will not be there forever. It will end happily. It will end happily. Amen. It will end happily. Do you believe it? 
I said, do you believe it? On this Christmas day, I came to preach to somebody here. I came to preach to myself and preach to you here. I don't know how things have been, but I'm speaking to you today. I see the end of the book becoming beautiful. Have you ever read a book, Reverend Louise? And the beginning of the book looks interesting. But along the way, it became a bit sour and became a little difficult. And bad things were happening. And you wonder, sometimes you didn't feel like crying. Because it's just, or have you watched a movie? And you're not sure how it's going to end. But at the end of the last minute, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm speaking to yes. somebody here today. Are you in the church? I said, are you in the church? Yes. That is why my friend, Bishop Adi, every time he, he gets a new movie that he's watching, he forwards it to the last end, five minutes to the end. Forgive. And he sees how the film ended. Then you come because says the beginning is too some way. But if I see the end, I know how it ended. Hey. I prophesy to you, Rakasate. your life will end happily. Yes, your Lord. life will end happily. Yes, Lord. Your life will end happily. Yes, Lord. Your life will end happily. Yes, Lord. You will not die a pauper. Amen. You will not die a broke man. Amen. You will not die as a sick person. Amen. You will live in health. Yes, you Lord. You live in strength. Yes, you Lord. You enjoy the blessing of God. In Jesus and you name. have a happy ending in for your Jesus life. Jesus' name. What a word. What a word. What a word. I see God putting laughter in your mouth. God will put laughter in your mouth. Amen. You laugh like you never laughed before. You will dance like you've never done before. You will shout like you never shouted before. Say, I receive it. I receive it. Hallelujah. Lift your two hands up high and bless the name of the Lord this Christmas day. Malanda ribo Everybody lift your hands up and thank the Lord for tonight. This morning. Thank him this morning. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. The wise men were wondering where are we going? But by the time they met a savior and they left him, they were happy. By the time the shepherds met him, they were happy. Oh, Kandiri Bahato Kasa. Talk to God, talk to God, talk to God. Talk to God, everybody. In your life, in your talk to God. Karonda Kasibra Hatosi. Rambano Rambika Hatosi. Father, we thank you. We thank you. You have a good song to sing. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord. Asida, Asida, Ma 
Thank you for your word this Christmas day. We bless you for the joy of saving you. We pray that as we remember the coming of our Savior into this world, you cause our eyes to be open to see all the lessons that we ought to learn. Bless our steps and bless our lives. I pray for everybody here today. May you guide us. May your star guide us. May your word guide us. Guide us to the right place. Guide us to the right place. The right place is, oh God. Deliver our foot from swerving to the wrong place. Lead us and cause our, uh, your grace to be multiplied in our lives. We give you thanks and praise for this morning. In Jesus' name. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you are here this morning, Christmas morning, you want to say, Bishop, I need God in my life. I'm a sinner, but I need God. I want Jesus to come into my heart. I want to be born again. If you're here this morning, you want to be born again, lift up your right hand, and I shall pray for you. Lift your right hand up high. Father, thank you so much for the blessing of your word. I ask you to rule and reign in our hearts and be glorified. Let's all say this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, be the Lord of my life. Take control of my life. Help me to save you all the days of my life. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. You may be seated. How many of you believe that this message is for you in particular? How many of you believe it's for you in particular? 
I believe it's for me, it's for you also. Say amen. And I believe that God will rule and reign in our hearts. Amen.